Hey, how's it going? I'm Billy. And I'm Jen. And this is Coffee Talk with Billy, Billy and Jen. And Jen. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yes, it's going to be a great time. I think so, too. I hope you're enjoying your day if you're driving or um, at the office. We're drinking coffee. Cheers, like we babe. do every single morning. Yeah, love coffee. Coffee's good. Jesus invented it. We sure. drink too much. But you know what the good thing is, is we put protein in it. Like as a creamer, it, it really adds value to the caffeine. So I'm feeling like I'm getting the energy and the protein all at one time. Well said. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, um, this is, I think this is our second official podcast. It's been a fun. Yeah. It's a, our second episode. Second Season ep- one, episode two. Nice. And um, thanks for joining us. I hope that it's, I hope this is helpful to you. For us, it's kind of just, we want to have honest conversations about life and things that apply to life. And so I'm, we don't really have a script necessarily of what we talk about. We kind of just think about what we're going to talk about. And it can range from... Sex, marriage, to, raising kids, relationships, to coffee and finances. having cute dogs. <laughs> I mean, please let's never talk well, about dogs. I have to what mention Capone. I mean, he's going to be our mascot, even though you can't see him. Maybe one day you'll hear him. Capone, but he's cuddled up right next to me as we have this little chat. Capone's a cute little dog that my family loves. Did he eat a chocolate bar? A chocolate bar last yeah. night? He did. And if he dies, did he throw up five times? He, he did. Yeah. He's not going to die. That's what happens when you when you break the rules, bro. Yeah. When you break the rules, little doggy, you die. <laughs> Capone. Okay, I don't. I lo- I, lo- I love dogs. Okay, I do not love dogs. I like dogs. You, you I'm gonna say you that you love dogs now. But can I just say, here's what a dog is to me: responsibility. That's <sighs> all it is. He's, no, a dog is companionship. No, I, they companionship cuddle, with you, babe. They don't talk back. They they just want to be near. My kids you. don't talk. They back. greet you at the door <laughs> when you come in. I mean, like there's um, a dog can rescue you. Have you seen those rescue? Shows where that, dogs okay. literally rescue but people in the wild. But that's not our dog. Our like, dog this, just eats This dog could rescue trash. me if I got lost. He could do nothing for you. <laughs> that dog, if you got lost, he's going to make a decent meal. Okay. That's how he's going to okay. save your life. You Thanks, dramatic. Capone. Okay. Thanks for taking one for the team, buddy. Anyways, what do we? Uh, what's our topic today? It's not eating Capone. That's gross. <laughs> I think I think we should have a conversation about men. Okay. Or talk about man. Talk about man. Just man in general. The spirit of man. Or, do or you mean, I think we should have a conversation about men, yeah, in general. Okay, the man talk. The man talk. I get it. Like, um, like the talk I've had with our sons, and talking about um, maybe the difference between a man and a male. Yep, I love it. Yeah, I love that too. I knew that. I knew that we had, uh, were acting like we didn't know we were going to talk about that. Oh, really? you, I, you, you said just... it before we got on here. When do we get to talk about uh, women? I'd love to talk about that topic. <laughs> It feels weird to say we're talking about men and women. How about we have the man talk, uh, okay. and then we can How have the have woman talk. have a man talk? talk. Yeah, let's, let's have, have a, man. a man talk. I love that, because I think there is, um, in society today, in culture, I think there's a lack of good men. Um, there's a lot of men, and we're all on a journey. We're all in a process. But I, I agree. I think there's a lack of good men. And I think the only way you have really good men in society is obviously you probably have to, you have to factor in God. You know, I think a man of faith, a man that lives for something that's bigger than himself, yeah, is what makes him. But um, maybe talking about the difference between being a man and just a male. Want to put it that way? (laughs) Let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think I think I catch what you're laying down. Yeah. So many double entendres going on. Um, Okay, (laughs) how should we start? As I sip my coffee. Okay, what's the biggest? Okay, what's the biggest difference between man and male? What would be the biggest difference? Yeah, great question. I think it's a job, in fact. No joke. J-O-B? Go to work, son. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Even if it's a McDonald's job. Hey, if he can't afford to buy lunch, right? he's not a man. 
<laughs> if you live in mom's basement, sir. And you're 20 years old. Yes, I said 20, not 30, 20. Time to move out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Never put ages on yeah, it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Man, this got hostile so quick. Right? <laughs> kind of joking, but not joking. I honestly, I would say that. Honestly, like if he if he can't pick you up because he doesn't own a car yet. Like, I'm not mad at you, sir. Like, you don't own a car. You don't have a job. You're chilling in mom and dad's basement playing Xbox. Like, I'm not even angry at you, but we're not having a man versus male talk with you. You're a boy. <laughs> right? And you're, like, 19. No, it's, and there's 20, a time and a place 30. to be a boy. Totally. It's when you're a boy. But <laughs> when, you're uh, a when you're a little, little boy. But um, th- that's, I mean, th- I think the biggest difference right now, like, how do you know if someone's a man? Well, they have a job. Like, they can actually provide. He could take you out to Chick-fil-A or beyond. I mean, Chick-fil-A is the very bare minimums. Am I correct in this? Totally. So let's just start out with that. Ladies, if you're dating a guy or you're thinking about dating a fella and he can't afford lunch and he needs you to pick him up (laughs) in your car. Or in mom's minivan. (laughs) Let me just remind you, you shouldn't be dating boys. (laughs) okay come on give us a little bit more Um, or now we're just we're just messing i think you know what how about i go with this i think the males of society would here's what their definition of a man would be which i totally disagree with but i think culture has kind of lent this way um there's a story i don't know if it's true or not i heard it when i was younger and i definitely would probably been raised with you know guys on the football team that kind of subscribe to this this concept of what a man is um, growing up playing football in high school and college. Um, I didn't because I had a great dad who taught me what a man was. But it would be like this. I, here, here is the parable, uh, the modern-day parable. A kid turns 16 years old. His dad says, hey, let's go out. Today I teach you what it is to be a man. So he takes him to a boxing match, and they're at this boxing match. And he says, you see that, son? A real man can knock another man down, right? Hello. And then after the boxing match, takes him to a bar, and he he says, hey, we're going to eat two beers for me and my son. Today he becomes a man. He's like, hey, son, a real man can hold his liquor. And then the girl, the waitress, brings over the beers, and she's you know scantily clad. And he says, you see that woman? And the 16-year-old kid's like, yeah, I see her. He's like, a real man knows how to handle her. Okay. Oh, God. So that would be kind right. of like a male's definition of what a man is, which nothing could be further, further from, from the, the truth. truth. Yeah. It's insulting. So um, that's a insulting. male in all his glory. I think that is the opposite of what makes a real man a, a man. man. Um, I think that's, and I think that's part of the problem with society today. Um, it's kind of that's the, what it portrays. That's what I mean. Movies, Hollywood, at times, it's like that's the picture. At times, I also think manliness can't be attributed to like style or personality or right. physique. Like just because, okay, I have some really good friends who are very stylish, um, like. Skinny jeans, the whole thing. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. I have some friends who are on TV or, and that will actually put on, like, dare I say, makeup, like foundation. I get it. I mean, you, gotta, you can't be all, like, sweaty. Well, I don't actually get it, but I have come to learn that they could still be men, real men, 100%. put a little bit of cover-up on. I mean, you know. You know what? You, you, <laughs> I've seen you put cover-up on before. Let's talk about that for a second. Did, what? You, you had a pimple last week on the top of your Tell the truth, left woman. eye. Do not lie and you in front said, of all these Babe, people. Do you have some of that stuff? I go, you mean cover-up? And you're like, yeah, you know can what? I use I I, you know what? You the whole me truth on blast and nothing but the truth. Oh. So that you, you don't be hypocritical. I'm gonna call you out. Okay. 
you know what? Can we? Can we? Maybe? But like to your point, like just because you have skinny <laughs> jeans or you have to wear a little bit of yes. a powder when you're on TV, I, you know, that doesn't. It can't be attributed to a style yeah, or mannerisms, exactly. and just because you have a full beard and you wear flannel and your name is Lumberjack Joe, you got hair coming yeah, out. Yeah, like everywhere. come on, yeah. that, that's kind of gross. These at are times. stereotypes, totally, right? Totally. And I don't. We can't. We can't define a man based on those things. So. Um, where do we define a man? I think we got to start with, and my, I think we got to start with the way God defines a man. Um, if you're new to the podcast, Jennifer and I have uh, kind of just, we live our lives. We've raised our kids, our family with faith. We just, totally. we believe in God and not just any faith. Like we believe in Jesus and yeah. whether you do or not doesn't matter, honestly. And that's not what, that's not what this podcast is about to try and get you to subscribe to what we believe in, but it's, but it's changed, changed our lives. Everything. Yeah. And so we look to the Bible. Which we believe is it gives us truth and helps us live. It's like our roadmap. It it helps guide us. Yeah, for everyday life. Yeah, and the, I think the Bible defines what a man is in a lot of ways. So I think maybe we should start there. I think that's beautiful. Um, I think um, if you look in Scripture, you can kind of see throughout Scripture, starting in Genesis, going all the way to the Book of Revelation, which is the first and last book of the Bible. In case you didn't know, bam. Just nailed it. I'm brilliant. I'll be doing this all day long. You know, theological Love, stuff. Yeah, okay. Um, 66 books in the Bible. I don't know if you knew that. I know that just off the top of my head. Is that got it memorized? What's the What's the very middle of the Bible? I what book? Uh, do you know? Uh, Proverbs, Psalms, Hezekiah. Wait, that's not a book. <laughs> um, I know the 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 only Italian book in the Bible, Malachi. Okay. <laughs> People are like, was that even a book in the Bible? Malachi, but Italians, we call it Malachi. We, we are diverting, babe. Okay. <laughs> I think a man, if I, okay, if I want to break it down, man versus male. Let's go this. I say a man protects, and I would say a male just wants to play. Mm. A man by nature protects, protects those under his care, protects those he loves, protects his children, protects his wife, um, whereas a male just wants to play around. Like they're in it for so them. True. They're in it for their amusement. They're in it for their fun. Um, there's something inside. I think that God put inside of every man is to use their strength to protect, not to hurt, not to abuse. Right. The misuse of power is abuse. Right. right. But a man has strength um, typically. And I, I'm like, I would never want to get in a fight with you, babe. I think you would win. But typically, physically speaking, I'm not trying to offend the ladies out there. Men typically are stronger. Absolutely. Than women. That's not always the case. We know some women who could really hurt some dudes. Um, but for the most part, a man has just more testosterone in his body. And I think that's for on purpose. I think men should protect and, and those. That was the first thing that I noticed about you is that you know, before I even dated and, and got married, you were a protector. You had this this ability to, to, to help people around you. And I saw the way you treated your family. The first time I met you, I felt safe around you. I didn't even really know you. I was just like there was something that you – you had, and then I didn't know it at the time, but it was that that protecting ability that God so you put were, inside. You were a looking, and you were a liking. I did not at first, <laughs> but uh, it, it, things changed. What for the me. heck is that? The first time I'm hearing this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll come back to that, um, dude. That just threw me. You didn't like me. Come on, you've heard this you. story. Okay. Um, yeah, there's something inside of a man that should want to take care of other people. And you can almost say, not just protect, but serve. Like, serve others. Right. Whereas a male, they just want to play. Like, they like the shiny things, the things that glisten. I want to touch 
and play. You know, like, as I mock. That's my definition. Every time I mention a male, a male talks like this. He does not know how to treat women. I want women. to play with those thingies. Yeah. What? What did you just... Okay. But it's real. But exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like they can't control their hands. They can't totally control... Totally, man. They're like, in hey, it for when themselves. When can you... Yeah. When can you draw the line? When is there... A sense of a standard. In a do you feel protected? If we're talking to the women out there, do you feel protected with the guy you're dating? Is, he, is do you feel protected emotionally, mentally, physically, or is he, or is he just like looking to touch and play? And honestly, the great question is like, who's touching you? <laughs> you know, um, I'll never forget. There was uh, a couple years ago, a few years ago, it, in the city we live, my wife and daughter were in a car. They were driving. And she like pulled into a crosswalk, and some dude. I, some I guy, had to pull a little over the line. Yeah. You know how that is. This guy like slams his Just hands on the hard on the car and screams car. at her. Like, get out of the way. It and wouldn't she, stop screaming. Like, and I'm just, just like, berating her. So moment. she didn't, she's like, oh my goodness. So she just kind of pulls off and pulls into the school where she was dropping off my daughter. The dude runs and tracks you, like, follows you into the school. Comes up to your window and is like, roll like down your window. Walking, yeah. sprinting across the street. And I'm thinking, is he actually coming towards me? Right. Like he was going to accost you, like try and hurt you. Yeah. And Serenity's in the back. She was younger at the time, scared. Like, mommy, the mean he's man coming, is coming. He's coming. She's yelling. And what? And that that really like threatened you. It it shook me a little bit. And I mean, my knee-jerk reaction was like, what? And so when she told me, oh my God, I literally, I turned into like... Well, he banged on my window and wanted me to roll it down, which oh, I man. didn't. So I went on a search party. I literally went out searching for this guy. I got his description, went looking for him. Now, I'm not, I'm not proud of what I did, but when I found him, I saw him because you told me he had a big golden, country, golden retriever. Was it the same day or the next day? Next day. Next day. I went the, the first day and I couldn't I had find seen him. him walk before. Yeah. So I found him. I pull over my car right in front of him. I jump out and it was the car you were driving. I'm like, hey, buddy, you remember this car? And he kind of looked at me all like, what? I'm like, do you remember this car? And he's like, and I knew he did. Um, I think so. I'm like, oh, yeah. You know why you remember it? Because yesterday my wife and my daughter were in it, and you were a big tough man, and you were screaming at him. I'm like, let me ask you a question. Are you a tough guy because you make a little girl cry? Does that make you feel tough, man? And now at this point, he looks at me and he goes, I have a dog. That's what he said. <laughs> he goes, I have a dog. And so I literally scared. said this, and I will eat your dog for lunch. No, you <laughs> yes, on. I did. It's too much. <laughs> Those who are listening, that's a little too much. Now, I, do, do we approve of this behavior? I will Probably admit, I was not. a little more worked but up in the moment than yeah, I thought I would be. Like, I was super tense. And that I, doesn't necessarily make a man. But so let me explain point. why I was doing it. I was never going to actually physically attack this guy. Totally. And I wasn't even acting like I was. But I wanted to look him face to face. I have a dog. And I was like, I'll leave that dog for lunch. I wanted to look him eye to eye, man to man, and say, hey, what you did, not okay. Like, you need to understand that's not okay. Not just for me and my, the people that I love, but that's not okay, period, bro. Like, get yourself together. (laughs) Here I'm telling him not to lose his cool while I am losing my cool. (laughs) Um... But, you know, I think for Serenity, she but was... But he would have never... The point was, is he would have never done that if you were driving the car. Right. He he maybe. took advantage. Maybe, maybe But typically, he took advantage of the moment. And I crossed the line, and I kind of got in his way, technically. But I'll never forget Serenity, right. who was five or seven at the time, was like... She was amazed, like, Dad, you did that? You know, and I need to make sure... Like, I'm not promoting go out and get in a fight. And that would have been stupid. Like, actually, for me to, like, throw punches with this guy is not manly. That's a male, because I'm going to end up stupid. in jail. Yeah. And now my daughter doesn't have a dad for six months, because exactly. he was an idiot. So... But I needed to have a man-to-man talk with this man saying, hey, that's not what we do. Like, the strength you have is not to threaten people 
or, or to intimidate. Ma- intimidate people mm-hmm. as, I, as I was threatening and intimidating him. This <laughs> is backfiring on me. But I wanted to be like, hey, man to man, bro, that's not how it works. Yeah. And so I think men are supposed to protect. Um, it gets back, if we go back to the Bible, Adam, the first man in Genesis, like, you know, the story, we won't go into it, but like, you know, Eve is tempted by the serpent with the apple or the fruit and of all the trees they can't eat of this one tree and, and the serpent tempts her and which is a likeness to the devil. And she eats, she, she eats the apple and then she goes and offers it to Adam and Adam has a point. And I think this is a unique thought in the fact that like, there's a moment in time where woman had fallen and man had not yet. Eve had fallen. She had sinned, first sin, and man had it, and he has a decision. He has a decision to either follow God or follow after woman. Right. And what Adam does, not to, not to pick on Adam. Sorry if you're up there in heaven, Adam. Love you. Um, but he makes the first mistake, and he chooses woman oh over God. God, which was never meant to be that way, right? Right. Um, and every man since then has been trying to reverse that decision. Like, women were never meant to be worshipped. Um, which is what porn is. I mean, a multi-billion-dollar exactly. industry of perverting the beauty of a woman, Idolatry, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they were to make us better. They were to be a partner in life, to be equals, and to and so he chooses. He chooses to fall for a woman. He should have fought for her, and that's the thought. Um, I mean, imagine if Adam had acted the man that he was supposed to be and said, "Where's that little snake?" Went and found that snake and crushed the head of that little snake. So what'd you say to my wife? You know what I'm saying? Like, think about that. Totally. But he doesn't. He doesn't fight for her. He falls for her. And I would say this to the women out there. Ladies, the criteria for Mr. Right isn't if he falls for you. Because every man falls. The criteria is will he fight for you? Yeah. Wow. Right? I think, like, if I could just get a man to fall for me. Every man falls. Every woman falls. <laughs> totally. Will he fight for you? And I'm not talking about going out in the parking lot and throwing, throwing blows and like brawling it up with the boys. I'm talking about like, will he fight for a cause? Will he live for something bigger than himself? Exactly. Um, that to me is the true mark of a man. Of a great man. Yeah. So a man protects, whereas a male just wants to play. Uh, how about this? Here's another one. Uh, a man improves a thing, whereas a male injures I was trying to go with I words. Or I could say it this way. A man enhances, a male erodes. Ooh, I like enhance. Ooh. I like enhance. <laughs> That's what you've done to me all these years. Oh, you liked it when I enhanced yes. you. <laughs> I said, that, I said that in such a dirty voice. Yeah, it's like... Oh, you liked it when I... You know, ladies and gentlemen, we're just blurting over here. Um, make better, right? Make I, better. I hope to God... Absolutely. ...that I have helped you. I've brought the best out in you. You and certainly have done that for me. Right. Yeah. But I think a, a real man, and we're all on a journey. By no means are we saying, like, I'm a real man. Like, I'm trying to be a real man. I, it's a value for me to live the way God would call... Would, would want a man to live, just as it is for you to live the way a woman should live. But a real man should make better. He should enhance. He should improve. Um, the first man, Adam, in the garden, uh, God said, hey, take the garden and cultivate it. Mm-hmm. Um, he, 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 wanted, he put inside of him the ability to make things better. Yeah. In fact, I once heard a, guy, a, a preacher say, you know, God never gives a man a finished product. Um, he always gives him just the resources to do it. So you don't, he doesn't give you a table. He gave you a tree. Right. And then you take so the good. tree and you make a table. Um, one guy once said he didn't, he didn't give you, um, he didn't give you a wife. He gave you a bride and you take that bride and you love her and mm-hmm. you cherish her and you turn her into your wife. And, you know, it's not just wife by immediately. It's like, no, you have to, you have to, you have to cultivate, you have to make it better. 
Um, and that's what and a real I man love should that. do. I, and I, I don't know who said it, but I, they said, you know, as, as you get older in marriage and live life, a woman, a wife should get more beautiful. And that's because of a great husband loving her and washing her with his words and encouraging her and believing the best in her. And, and I, I really believe that. I, I look at so many of my friends who have great marriages and it's like in time they get prettier and more good looking. And more, I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's because of who they've married, who they put their, who's around them and supported it's them. It's true of you. I mean, you're straight 10. When I married you, you were like a seven and a half. Okay, that just went downhill. I'm kidding. I was a two. A compliment that was failed across so Tim Burke. Um, yeah, so I think a good question, whereas a, a, just a male injures, um, it hurts you. Um, he'll take from you. Wow. Um, he's in it for himself. He erodes. He actually probably brings out the worst in you, where he should be bringing out the best, best. in you. In fact, he brings out the worst in himself. It's like... Um, it's sin nature really is what it is. If we're going to use like biblical terms, here's a great question. Are you doing things, ma'am? Are you doing things that you never would have done because of the guy you're with? Like things that you were like, would have never stooped to do, but you're doing them now. I'm feeling the pressure to do them. Right. And is that, is that because it's probably because you're with just a male and they'll road and they don't improve. They injure, they hurt. Now that doesn't mean good men sometimes make mistakes. That happens. But a man, a real man, should bring out the best in you, and he's going to improve you. He's going to help you. He's going to make you want to be a better person. I, I remember when we were dating, there was such a conviction in you to want to do what's right and want to make me better. And I, I remember we didn't do everything perfect in our dating relationship, and and there were times when you would come and just apologize. Be like, you know, my hands got out of control or this or that. And you always were owning and, and improving and making our relationship better. And I just I think that at the end of the day is what – makes a great man is a man who can, you know, admit their weaknesses, but also move forward and not keep repeating and get off the merry-go-round of whatever it is in their life and be willing to make the change. Totally. Yeah. That's, that's very manly. Very manly. I think another one, maybe, maybe a last one is a a man works hard. Whereas a male just waits around. I think a man works hard. A male just waits around. And this to me is really something we've tried to, this is a big deal. Yeah. It's some, I agree. It's something we've tried to instill into says. our sons, right. in fact. And it's, it's, it's a work ethic as opposed to laziness, mm-hmm. just being a bum. Um, and work ethic is, it could be, you could apply it as a student. You know, you can apply in, it in as... In a season of life. It's not, it's, it doesn't mean like... You have to so, have a nine to five. I once had a guy come and he was like, hey, I'm a stay-at-home dad. Does that make me less of a man? I'm like, not if you work hard. Right. Because what defines, like, a real man works hard. And that might be a season they're in. But he's a stay home early, dad? you know, to bed late, taking care of two kids that's or three crazy kids. crazy work. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? I would much rather and, go to work. And that's not typical in society, but if they're working hard and maybe they're going to school full time or part time, it's like, no, you're applying yourself. Exactly. And I think in society, it, there's such a lack of good work ethic. Right. I think in just humanity alone, it's it's unbelievable, especially in men. And and maybe talk about that. Why is that? Um, yeah, that's a great question. I think there's been I think there's been a lack of really good fathers. I think that's kind of deteriorated in life. And who knows with society culture? I think men have to be intentional about um, pouring into other men, training other men. You know, um, I stand on the shoulders of a really great men. My father being one, other mentors, pastors, leaders in my lives. In fact, I've had men in my life that weren't really the best men, and I learned what not to do, which I got to say thanks to those guys for that, um, of teaching me. Like, I remember saying, like, I'm never going to be that way. 
um, I could see how it would hurt people and how it hurt other things. And so I think there has to be teaching and there has to be learning, you know, and I think that's a lost art sometimes with men, the teaching and learning thing. There's so much pride involved with a lot of men, myself included, right? Like we don't want to admit we're wrong. We don't want to admit we have weaknesses. It's kind of macho. Like it doesn't hurt. I don't cry. It didn't hurt. Like the first thing right. I do when I get hurt, injured, it's like, I don't want people asking me if I'm okay. I just want people like, does not look anymore. You know? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Even, Even 40, if I've literally broken 42. my back. Right. Yeah. But I think, you know, that's so right. Um, work, hard work is not defined by like what you do, whether you're a stay-at-home father, whether you work at an office, whether you're a student studying, or whether you're a construction worker building skyscrapers, or you're you know on deadliest catch and you're out there in the Bering Sea risking your life, which I think is such a man job. Um, but you know it doesn't hard work ethic. It's it's this idea of like whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Do it with just, all your might. Just give it all you have. It's like yeah. there's seasons in life where you don't really like the season, but I really respect the person who's like, you know what? This is not my dream job, but I'm just going to work hard. I'm going to show up early, stay a little bit late. I'm going to be the best employee. And, and I think that's what you've done so well with teaching our sons, even at like 15, 16, their first jobs. It's like, no, you show up early. Just be faithful. Just work hard. You know, learn the trade. This is not going to be for life, but learn the trade. It'll help you at some point later on. It'll elevate you. Always. It'll Always get always. you ahead. People are going to promote a hard worker, someone who's going to, like that person's getting the promotion. Um, skill is is important, but skill is not all. I would okay. I have the, I have the privilege in, in this season of our life of leading a decent amount of people. Right. Um, I would maybe be considered the boss to them. I hate that word, but I'd be their supervisor. I'll tell you what. For me, skill is important, but I would take hard work ethic and attitude over skill totally, any day of the week. Totally, any day of the week, because you can teach skill. Skill can be learned. It can be perfected. It can get better. But hard work ethic, um, good attitude, like an all-in kind of mentality, like man, that is that is gold. Um, whereas a male is just kind of waiting around. They're waiting for someone else to do it for them. They're waiting for the perfect conditions. In fact, if wow. you're waiting for perf- perfect conditions, they're never coming. Never. Yeah. In fact, you really see who you are, who you really are, and in imperfect conditions. Exactly. Anyone can be their best when On everything's sunny perfect. sunny day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like when we were dating, like I put my best foot forward. I always smell amazing. I always looked amazing. You did. I always paid for everything. I mean, I was never short or crass with you or irritated you were always just you know and you did the same like it's easy to put your best foot forward but hang around with that person for a year and all of a sudden you realize that they got bad breath (laughs) and that what they do really annoys me you know what i'm saying absolutely and there's a gap between their teeth and i just noticed it you know what i'm saying because nobody's perfect and so it's those awkward hard moments where you see the real person and i think males are just waiting for perfect conditions um and sometimes you know in the church world which we're in um, currently in this season for our jobs, um, being pastors, people over spiritualize it. Well, I'm waiting on God. That oh my gosh. Oh Lord. You can work I hard while waiting them. on God. Let's just say that. Why don't you wait on God while you wrap burgers at McDonald's, my friend? Exactly. Like, exactly. Oh, I get so frustrated by it, and I need to chill. But like, I'm waiting on God to give me direction. I'm. But it's I'm, real. I'm praying about it, like. Pray while you work. And I truly sir. believe God leads somebody. He'll just lead you. Just get busy doing something that is right in front of you. And if it's not the right thing, it's going to change. It's going to change probably pretty quickly. I just really ultimately believe in that. And there's something to be said. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Do you hear that, Beep? That's our coffee pot going off. Oh, we had to Ooh, brew more. Time for more coffee. Okay, we'll do that in a minute. Yeah, right. But don't, um, exactly. I agree with everything you're 
saying. And I'm not saying like it's it's wrong to wait on God. We're waiting on God in a sense life. Yeah. But while you wait, work. While you wait, friend, like please work. And I'm not just talking a job. Like work hard. Do something. And in fact, I would go as far as to say to the men, you're at your best when you're working. The first man, God, the first thing God gave Adam in the garden wasn't a woman. Because a lot of men are like, what makes you a man? Yo, I got a woman. That's not what makes you a man, by the way. Thank the first you. thing God gave Adam wasn't a woman. It was a job. A J-O-B. <laughs> oh, snap. You could say that <laughs> again. A job. Which um, brought a woman. And he told him, hey, name all the animals. Which is a tough job, because I don't know how you come up with the name hippopotamus, but, you know, hats Giraffe? off. Giraffe? That's just a weird yeah. name. Hats off to Adam. Caterpillar? Hippopotamus? Hippopotamus. Um, so I think that wasn't a part of the curse. You know, people are like, oh, Adam, the man fell and we had to work. He no, was no, no, no. Before. Working was before, because it actually makes you better. The curse was that you'll toil the ground and it won't produce fruit. So your work would be meaningless, which that would be. That is a pain. But we actually are better. Fellas, you're your best you when you're working. And I'm not just saying a job. If Please get a job. If you, you know, But whatever you're doing, if you're in between seasons and you say, hey, currently I'm looking for a job, but you're working to get that job. And whatever you're doing, you're studying, you're working, you're applying yourself. It's a hard work ethic. I think that. It's attractive. As it a is. woman, if I can just say, even if a guy has lost his job at, at like 30-something and he's not married yet, it's attractive when... He, um, he's working hard. He's going after it. I mean, that is sexy. And can I say this? Thanks. Did you just call me sexy? Yeah, your hard work ethic is sexy. Oh, okay, baby girl. <laughs> um, I I would say to the men who are out there who are like, okay, man, like, thanks, Billy and Jen, and your coffee talk. I kind of see some of these aspects of my life. So you're, you know, uh, thanks for calling me out. I'm kind of discouraged. Maybe I have male tendencies. Can I just say this? Just the fact that you would recognize that some of these tendencies might be apparent in your life is a very manly thing. Exactly. I think if you're like, hey, or maybe, maybe you're a woman out there and you're dating someone who thinks a male. I think just to admit, it takes a real man to admit, like, you know what, I'm not perfect. I think maybe I've probably been off in some of these areas. That right there takes a man. And then at that point, being like, all right, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to own this. I'm going to do my best to get better at this. And hey, if you're trying to do it on your own, good luck. Right. Good luck, by the way, with Get that. The people, That's right where God comes in the equation. You. I think you can't be a man, a real man, without God. And he helps us. He's, um, he's strong where we're weak. He gives us the right people. He, he, he directs us. He, he teaches us. And there's so much to be said about that. I think community is a big deal for helping men be men. But don't get discouraged. If you're a guy out there and you're like, man, I feel like I just got called out. I, I called out myself. Or if you're fact. a married man and you see these tendencies, yeah. like put get people around you, yeah. just like you said. Welcome to the brotherhood, fellas. Right. Like we own it. We're not perfect. That's not the criteria, by the way. You're never going to be perfect, but we can get better. And a real man is a man of humility who asks for help. And what would you say, babe, to some of the ladies who may be dating or in relationship with a guy and, and some of these tendencies would be there? What, what would be your encouragement to them? Uh, you know, maybe I would say take a step back. I think if you, you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I think I'm... To dating, women who are In dating. a dating relationship yeah. with a man that's has a lot of these tendencies, I would encourage you to take a step back. And however that looks for you, I'm not saying you have to break up, but, but whatever that looks like for you, if you're really honest, you know what that looks like for you. Take a step back and, and give him, give him some time to, to grow. Like don't, don't interrupt the process. Maybe God's got something for this guy and you're, you are a, a distraction. And 
a good destruction is a great destruction, but maybe it's a, a negative destruction in the season this man is in. And so take a step back and trust God. And that's a hard thing for girls to do because when they're, they're in love with somebody and they're like, if I take a step back, what if we don't, you know, what if we don't end up together and this or that and all these like crazy insecure questions, you know, run through your mind. I just say, you know what, at the end of the day, trust God, he's got you. He's going to, he's going to make your dreams come true. So brilliant. So if I were going to hashtag that, I'd say, if he's a work in progress, don't interrupt the process. Ooh. Like a rapper. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. Um, hey, and can I say this, too? And we'll close, and we'll drink some coffee. I, I think if you're, for the women that are, are married to men that are showing some of these tendencies, we had talked about this before. I think one of the things, you're like, well, what do I do? Well, first of all, pray. And I don't say that clichely. I think prayer actually works. Um, I think it changes you, mm-hmm. and it can change him. I think also encouraging them um, to get around other men. You know, I think accountability, brotherhood is a lost thing amongst men today. I think it's something we need to lean more into. Um, as much as I need you, I need men in my life that can speak into my life mm-hmm. and that, you know, that will. And so um, maybe one of the things. Because there's just some things that I can keep saying as a wife to you yeah. or girlfriend or whatever. And you're just not going to hear. But when you get around some really great yep. men, they'll say it one time and you hear it. They say it a different way. Yep. It comes from a different angle, a different it's perspective. Just... And. So getting them, you know, doing your best to help encourage them to get in those kind of relationships. I think, you know, we're so lucky to have a community like we have in our church. So where grateful. It's very, it's very easy to do that, but there's lots of ways to do it. So it's so great. Yeah. Well, this has been good. We had, so this was great. a pretty decent, uh, man talk. It's a good man talk. I love you. I love you, make you more. me a better man. Here, here's to coffee and great uh, talks. Cheers. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll catch you next time.